welcome to A Sunday Kind of Love. It's Maya Tan and we're back with part two of our mini holiday capsules. Today we're going to take a look at the movies, TV shows, books and music that you could be filling your December with. First up, the Japan Foundation of KL in collaboration with the Natural History Museum is presenting a selection of works by master dye artist and colour historian Sachio Yoshioka. A fifth-generation master dyer, Sachio Yoshioka is head of Studio Yoshioka. In addition to creating dyed Japanese paper materials for ceremonies at temples and shrines, Yoshioka is dedicated to reviving traditional colours through organic dyes and his expertise has been applied extensively, particularly in the restoration of historical treasures. So he's also had a number of successful exhibitions in Japan and around the world, including solo shows in Munich and London, and has even collaborated with Chanel to produce a range of red lipsticks. Mighty interesting. The exhibition is on at the Natural History Museum from now till the 11th of January. If you'd like more background, you could also look up the documentary by Kawase Mika titled Murasaki, which features an in-depth look at the daily workings of Yoshioka and another long serving natural dye specialist, Fukuda Denchi. This film was shown at the Borneo Echo Film Festival last year as well. And if you want to see more, you can go to www.art-true.com slash purple slash English HTML. Murasaki means purple in Japanese, and it is the most difficult colour to create, at least according to Fukuda Denchi. It's a bit of a trek out to the Natural History Museum because it's in Putrajaya, but if you Google Yoshioka-san's work, you'll be mesmerised by the colours and textures that he's created. So get out there and feed your soul, people! Next up, Infinity Vision Media is at it again. The folks who brought you Putri Gunung Ledang the Musical are back with their second staging of Susical the Musical. I can see that you've got quite a mind for your age. Why, one think, and you dragged me right onto the stage. Now I'm here, there is no telling what may ensue. With a cat such as me, and a thinker like you! Oh, the things you can think, oh, the things you can think, if you're willing to try. Think invisible ink, or a geek with a stink, or a stare to the sky! So this is a musical by Lynn Ahrens and Stephen Flaherty, based on the books of Dr. Seuss, mainly Horton Hears a Who, Horton Hatches the Egg, and Miss Gertrude McFuzz, and this debuted on Broadway in 2000. So you can expect the wholesome, wry, but exuberant humour that comes with Dr. Seuss, with themes that celebrate the powers of friendship, loyalty, family and community, with the madcap characters such as Horton and the Who. And we're all trenched deep in the holidays now, and if you don't know what to do with the kitties no more, I suggest a bit of Seuss. And the Who knows, you might enjoy it too. Did you see what I just did there? No? Well, next up, if you're into dance performances, the Asian Festivals Exchange is happening at DPAC, uh, the Damansara Performing Arts Theatre. From the 17th to the 18th, you can expect a number of 
dance performances, which are collaborations between Malaysian dance artists and choreographers and international performances as well. So there are three exchanges, they call them. I guess there are different collaborative works being performed. The first is between D-Motion slash M1 Contact and Yokohama Dance Collection. It's called The Body Speaks. Lee Renzin of Malaysia and Miwa Okuna of Japan bridge the cultural gap through unconventional cross-disciplinary means. So Lee's known for inventive use of set and space, and this is contrasted with Okuno's movement studies in Indonesian martial arts and yoga, with an extensive use of video installation art. Exchange 2 involves THE Second Company, The Second Company, it's all capitalised and punctuated. So The Second Company and Soul Dance Collection have created Absence. This collaboration is between Marcus Fu and Jin Byung-chol from Korea in a work that contemplates the selective blindness afflicting our increasingly affluent first world societies. So often we obsess over the most trivial of concerns, perpetuated by mainstream media in place of more pressing global issues. An absence made its premiere at the Seoul Performing Arts Festival in October, followed by the M1 Contact Festival and now the D-Motion Festival in December. Exchange 3 involves the Deepak Dance Company and the second company again, T.H.E. It's called I See Skies of Blue. Former Cloudgate dancer and artistic director of Deepak Dance Company, Wong Ji Sheng, or JS, and dancers from the Deepak Dance Company work for the first time with the second company dancers. I See Skies of Blue is a postmodern metaphor that contemplates the incredulity of our belief in the best times in which we now live with its prescriptive rules and conventional behavioral patterns. This, of course, is the description on the website. If you find it too cryptic, as I have, then uh, I suggest you just go and watch the performance and and enjoy what you get from it. Uh, There's another quote here to explain it. It says, It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. And this is by Charles Dickens. Still cryptic. Anyway, if you want to find out all about the shows, head to www.dpac.com.my. There are shows on the 17th and the 18th of December at 8.30. I think tickets are priced at 48 ringgit. Or you can opt to get any two for 42.50. Do check it out. When we come back, film and TV highlights for December, including Misfits, Gamblers, Hobbits, The Man Who Had a Dream, and Kim Jong-un. Stay tuned. For now, some new music, Pray to God, featuring Haim, one of my favourite bands. And this is taken from Calvin Harris's spanking new album, Motion. This is Maya Tan on a Sunday Kind of Love, BFM 89.9. It's Sunday at noon, which means you're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love and I must be Maya Tan. And today, we're going to go through some of the things you can do this December. I've got a list of movies and TV shows lined up. Some I'm not so enthused about, but some I'm just hopping on one foot in anticipation to see. I'll 
I'll start with the movies you might want to avoid right now. It's not like they're not Oscar material. I'm sure there's a nomination somewhere for Reese Witherspoon, but I'm thinking most of you are on a break. Well, at least I hope you are. So I'm guessing you want to relax and enjoy the holidays. So the first two films released this month should be avoided until such a time that you need a dose of real life to take your euphoria down a notch. Wild, starring Reese Witherspoon in an adaptation of the introspective hiking memoir by Cheryl Strayed, where Reese's character is pitted against the elements of nature and the elements fight back even harder. Expect some heart-wrenching flashbacks there. Red Knot stars Vincent Carthizer of Mad Men fame and the gorgeous Olivia Thirlby, a young couple who sees their marriage unravel on a ship bound for Antarctica, which is exactly the kind of thing that happens when you go to Antarctica. Oh, but Silver Fox Alert, Billy Campbell plays a mighty hot ship captain whom Olivia Thirlby's character is a drawn to. There's lots of emo hipster music accompanying the trailer view at your own peril this holidays. Now I can get to the juicy ones. Inherent Vice, this is what I've been waiting for opens December 12th starring a plethora of stars If it's a quiet night out at the beach and your ex-old lady suddenly out of nowhere shows up with a story about her current billionaire land developer boyfriend and his wife and her boyfriend and a plot to kidnap the billionaire and throw him in a loony bin. I need your help, Doc. Maybe you should just look the other way. But if you're Doc, it may all start to get a little peculiar after that. Michael Z. Wolfman. And Mickey Wolfman. Mickey Wolfman. Has vanished. So where would I uh, find him? He's technically Jewish, but wants to be a Nazi. And a girl don't necessarily want to get into difficulties with those folks. You got a spare picture I could borrow? Ah! Mm Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you're better off with the Nazis. Whoa. Are you all right? Am I? Are you? Ordinarily, we're the ones asking the questions. And your question is, which side am I on? Good question. Wrong answer. Choto, Kirichiro, Dozo, Moto Penekeku, Moto Penekeku, Moto Penekeku, Hai, Hai, Hai. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Josh Brolin, Motopanakeko, Reese Witherspoon, Benicio Del Toro, Owen Wilson, and was that Martin Short? Inherent Vice is based on the novel by Thomas Pinchon. I can't wait. Next, The Hobbit comes on December 17th. Now, looking at the trailer, I really can't see much of the book I read when I was younger. And I'm wondering how this is going to fan out into three movies, but this is Hollywood after all. And we'll be dedicating a whole section of next week's episode to The Hobbit. And we'll be giving away a special velour-bound 50th anniversary edition of the Lord of the Rings trilogy with pull-out maps by Tolkien, courtesy of Book Access. The guys who brought us the Big Bad Wolf sale, which... By the way, it's still on till Tuesday the 16th, so if you haven't, do go. Uh, but do tune in next week, where we talk about The Hobbit. Will you have peace or war? Oh, shall fade. I will.
The next movie debuting this December is The Gambler, featuring a gritty Brocklanders-ish Mark Wahlberg, who plays a literature professor Jim Bennett, who leads a secret life as a high-stakes gambler. What else? Who bets it all when he borrows from a gangster and offers his own life as collateral. Featuring some power performances by Jessica Lange as a horrible mother and John Goodman as a horrible gangster, but the performances seem to be powerful. Lots of potential there. And then... We've got what's possibly the season's winner as far as wacky American comedies go. Seth Rogen and James Franco, the duo that jumped out naked, well, just about, from a birthday cake on poor Jimmy Fallon's birthday on The Tonight Show, poor Jimmy Fallon, are in their true element in this movie. Hello, who this? This is the Secretary of Communication for North Korea. Our Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un is interested in doing an interview with Dave Skylark. Oh my God. We will meet 50 kilometers west of Dang Dong, northeastern China. Did you just say China? And did you just say Dong? Three weeks from tonight, I will be traveling to Pongyang, North Korea, to interview President Kim Jong-un. Mr. Rappaport, I am Agent Lacey with Central Intelligence. You two are going to be in a room alone with Kim, and the CIA would love it if you could take him out. Hmm? Take him out. For coffee? Dinner. For uh, kimchi? No, uh, take him out. You want us to kill the leader of North Korea? Yes. What? Hello, North Korea! I've watched every episode of your show in preparation for this interview. I particularly enjoyed the Miley Cyrus camel toy episode. Wow. Very deep. Very deep. Yeah, she has quite a hearty moose knuckle. Gentlemen, you are entering into the most dangerous country on earth. Please remember, Kim Jong-un is a master manipulator. I have a gift for you. Oh, oh, this dog is killing me with cuteness. He's a crazy cute. <laughs> I just wish we had an escape plan. Why don't we go to Japan? Well, because it's across the Sea of Japan. Why don't we swim? Can't swim that. Oh, I'm a good swimmer. It's really, really far. People have done it. Nope. Yep, Michael Phelps did it. That's not true. <laughs> Is that real? It was a gift to my grandfather from Stalin. In my country, it's pronounced Stallone. You have a sound system in here? Oh, no, no, no. Don't, 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 don't touch. <laughs> Katy Perry? I've never heard this before in my life. I love Katy Perry. Really? As you should across the sky. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time with Kim, and I think he's not a bad guy. You cannot pull out of this. I'm pulling out. You're way too deep to pull out. I'm pulling out. No, you're not. You're leaving it in. I've been pulling out for years, son. So, against my better judgment, I do want to watch this movie, although it must be said that trivializing what Kim Jong-un stands for by using Katy Perry as a cultural bridge is uh, questionable, to say the least. North Korea is going to have a fit. Uh, but wait, of course, none of them will ever see this movie. So, hey! And now on to a more serious movie, The Curtains Go Up on Christmas for Selma, a film about a key moment in Martin Luther King Jr.'s career when the civil rights icon led thousands of non-violent demonstrators from the city of Selma to Montgomery, Alabama in 1965. And this is the five-day march which was pivotal in establishing the Voting Rights Act. 
Los Angeles, inciting large-scale arrests and sympathy marches. I'm very aware of that, Mr. Hoover. What I do know is he's nonviolent. What I need to know right now, what's Martin Luther King about to do next? Mr. President, Dr. King is here. Mr. President, in the South, there have been thousands of racially motivated murders. We need your help, Dr. King. This thing's just gonna have to wait. It cannot wait. You got one big issue, I got 101. Summer it is. Here is the next great battle. Selma's the place, and they ready. Dr. King! I tell you, that white boy can hit. You will not tolerate agitators attempting to orchestrate a disturbance in this state. It is unacceptable that they use their power to keep us voiceless. Those that have gone before us say no more. People actually say they're going to kill our children. They're trying to get inside of your head. What happens when a man stands up, says enough is enough? We build the path as we came, rock by rock. We must march. We must stand up. You march those people into rural Alabama, it's got to be open season. May I have a word? There's no word to be had. The There are 70 million people watching. These pictures are going around the world. We must make a massive demonstration. White, black, and otherwise. Come to some. I heard about the attack of innocent people. I couldn't just stand by. Looks like an army out there. This revolution goes on and on. This revolution goes on and on. My eyes have seen the glory. when a man stands up says enough is enough another power-packed movie um, and also opening on Christmas is Big Eyes a curious movie starring Amy Adams and Christoph Waltz this is directed by Tim Burton but this time he's without his key mascot Johnny Depp I would watch this one for Amy Adams because I love her and of course award-winning actor Christoph Waltz Amy Adams plays Margaret Keane an artist who paints these big-eyed portraits they kind of remind me of anime characters or creepy dolls. And what happens is her husband, Walter Keane, claims that he's the artist because people don't want girl art. So he claims because he is a male, these paintings sell. And so they create a lot of success for the paintings in a very low-blow misogynist way. So check it out if it piques your interest. And last but not least, my boyfriend, Rocket the Raccoon's alter ego, Bradley Cooper, plays the deadliest American sniper. I got a military-aged male uh, on a cell phone watching the convoy over. If you think he's reporting troop movement, you have a green light. Your call, over. Maybe he's just calling his old lady. <laughs> he stepped off. Hold on, I got a woman and a kid 200 yards out moving towards the convoy. Her arms aren't swinging, she's carrying something. Yeah, she's got a grenade, she's got an RKG Russian grenade, she's saying to the kid. You say a woman and a kid? You got eyes on this, can you confirm? Negative, your call. They fry you if you're wrong. 
We'll be back with more on TV and books in a mo. But before that, I'd like to tell you about a music album that you could listen to. If you like Christmas music, but you think, you know, it's kind of done and uh, cheesy. There are a couple of Christmas albums out there, depending on what you like. Idina Menzel's got a Christmas album out. And I know there are a lot of diehard Idina Menzel fans out there. But sometimes, just sometimes, and maybe it's just me, it feels like her voice is on helium. But if you like it, do check it out. There is one number which I really like. It's called December Prayer. Hear the song within the silence. See the beauty when there's nothing there. Sing the song within the silence. Then hope and love are everywhere. But if you like Christmas music and you want something slightly different, but that also gives you that vibe, you know, that safe, wholesome, it's Christmas, it's a season of giving vibe, and it's the 1960s, and space exploration is new, and you know, I'm wearing like black eyeliner and lots of hairspray in my hair, and I look like something out of the set of Mad Men, then do check out She and Him featuring Zoe de Chanel from the hit TV series New Girl. They've got a brand new album out called Classics, and uh, do take a listen to this track, it's called Oh No, Not My Baby. We'll be right back with more Sunday Kind of Love. I'm Maya Tan, BFM 89.9. When my friends told me you had someone new, I didn't believe a single word was true. I showed them all I had a faith in you. Welcome back to A Sunday Kind of Love, part two of our holiday capsule featuring things to do, see, read and listen this December. Okay, so we've talked about some shows that are ongoing in KL. We've talked about movies in books. Haruki Murakami is back with a second book launch in English this year. He released Colorless Tsukuro Tazaki earlier this year. And now the English version of The Strange Library has been released. The Strange Library is about an inquiring schoolboy who stops by on the way home from class to return some library books and asks for reading on a subject he says has just popped into his head, tax collection in the Ottoman Empire. An unfamiliar female librarian sends him down to room 107, a creepy room where yet another strange librarian, a bald man this time, hands him the requested volumes, then conducts him to a secret space behind a locked door and down a hall to a labyrinth of corridors where a small man, dressed as a sheep, puts him in a cell under lock and key. Now, if that's not enough to pique your interest, The Guardian says there's an illustrated version coming out as well, so do look out for that one, A Strange Library by Haruki Murakami. Next, I made a really interesting graphic novel find the other day. It's called Jamilti and Other Stories by Israeli artist Rutu Modan. When I was younger, I, I, I tried to exaggerate more to be weird or unique or to look for the other bizarre things and uh, very grotesque. And, uh, but I found out that uh, from you know, life experience that uh, life is, is, is uh, reality is, is really more grotesque than you can ever invent. My name is Uto Modan, I'm a comics artist, an illustrator, uh, I'm from Israel. 
Actually, I started uh, drawing comics before I started reading comics because as a child there was not much comics around me. But I'd always, I was always, even before I started reading, I was inventing stories and drawing them, or making drawings and inventing stories. I just didn't know it can be a profession. This was a real discovery to, to find out that I can work in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm still amazed by this fact. So Jamilti and other stories feature little short stories. It's just a great look at some very universal, emotional, human themes. And I totally enjoyed it. The best part is that I paid eight ringgit for it at the Big Bad Wolf sale held at the mines. If you haven't, do go check it out. It's on till the 16th. Jamilti and other stories. And then looking closer to home, Boy Chi Ming, who brought us When I Was a Kid, Parts 1 and 2, is out with Part 3, Childhood Stories. A touch official spoke to Boy recently, and this is what he says about his work. My books, they are about my childhood. When my styrofoam cups went viral, I used to draw on styrofoam cups. Yeah, someone thought that, you know, this needs to go viral. So when it went viral, I got a lot of questions asking, where am I from? You know, where did I learn my art? And I said that I'm from Malaysia. And this one guy in the States asked me, where in China is Malaysia? Oh, you dear. Know, they didn't know where Malaysia was. And if you watch Entrapment, yep. the starting scene of Malaysia was like, there was still trishaws and, and oh, goats. God. You know, it was I couldn't watch it, you know. And Zoolander as well, when I think about Zoolander, yeah, how yeah, they yeah, became yeah. Malaysia. Yeah, how they want to murder the <laughs> Prime Minister of Malaysia. <laughs> yeah, so no one knew anything of Malaysia and I, I realised that, hey, at the time I had my blog going. So I said I need to at least uh, let my readers know where, where Malaysia was, uh, how life was like growing up in Malaysia. Because one of the things I always get was, do you guys have flushing toilets? Do you guys have cell phones? Our cell phones were way smaller than the ones they had in the States, you know, which is funny that they asked me this question. So I wanted to write about Malaysia. And when I was writing about growing up in Malaysia, I always thought, I don't know who's going to read this book, you know? First of all, why would anyone want to read a book about this one dude from Malaysia? And then I saw, like, Keeping Up With The Kardashians, and I'm like, this <laughs> that, crap. That inspired you? If people watch this, people will read my <laughs> yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, I say if people would, would feed their brain this, they would they would love my story. <laughs> so th really, that's, that's kind of how the book came about. And our ongoing TV sizzlers are mostly taking a break this December. The newsroom's long-awaited third season wraps up tonight in the States. But Showtime's The Affair shows its penultimate episode tonight. If you haven't caught up, The Affair stars two amazing British actors, Dominic West, who really shone for me in the two-season BBC series The Hour. And it includes newcomer to American screens, Ruth Wilson, who first captivated me in a Stephen Polyakov BBC HBO film called Capturing Mary. Uh, try to catch that one because that one stars David Williams, whom we know from Little Britain, who plays a mighty sinister character, which is very hard to imagine. Speaking of hard to imagine, it's so hard to imagine that Ruth Wilson is not the small-town American waitress with the drawling accent that she portrays in the show. And uh, true to the title, these two characters, Noah and Allison, both merit themselves have an affair. Apart from the fact that it's certainly quite faithful to the emotional minutiae of real-life affairs, uh, don't ask me how I know, the story is told from the two characters' differing viewpoints as it is narrated to a police detective investigating a murder. So the plot thickens very slowly in this one, but somehow you don't really mind. Do you have a secret, detective? One you 
Don't even want to tell herself. Some guy came around here looking for you. I think you do. I think everybody does. If silence can heal, I know it can kill. Do you two know each other? Not really. I feel it's correct. How was the pickup this morning? It's fine. No incidents? No. Oh, hi, I'm Noah. Cool. I can't sleep. If I do when I wake up, I'm thinking about you. I'm talking to my kids, I'm thinking about you. What has all this got to do with what happened? Trying to figure out if anyone might have had a motive. I thought it was an accident. If you're like me and you're sometimes quite concerned about what technology is doing to society, I mean, just about everything is on the cloud these days. I mean, what happens if the cloud is eliminated? <gasps> yeah. So these clever people in the UK's Channel 4 have a series called Black Mirror, which satirically points out our tech-dependent weaknesses and how things can really get screwed up. There's a total of about six movie-length episodes from two seasons so far. And lo and behold, Santa knows when you've been good. There's a special Christmas episode starring my other boyfriend, John Hamm. Oh yes, THE John Hamm. What are you doing? I'm doing Christmas. Christmas? Packet gravy. How British. Confidence. Just talk to her. Do you maybe want to go somewhere a bit more quiet? Been blocked. Stop or I'll block you. Just please stop. You can't see or speak to them. There's just the shadow. Is it set up? You are all set and ready to go. I don't want to be in here. I don't want to be in here. It'll be much easier if you just comply. A feature length special from Charlie Brooker. Black Mirror, White Christmas, Tuesday, the 16th of December. Now, the final TV show I want to share with you has to be. Penny Dreadful. The first season has already wrapped up, but you know where to look for it, don't you? Starring French actress Eva Green of Casino Royale fame, as you've never seen her before, and Timothy Dalton, also at one time in Bond movies as the 007 himself, is also in this one. And if you're wondering where Josh Hartnett has disappeared to, why, he's in Victorian London, of course. My dearest Mina, my darling friend, I write in hope that one day you will answer me. And that everything can again be like it was. Though I know that can never be. So Malcolm is looking for a cure for something he doesn't understand. Why not? Because the truth is unendurable. I'm trying to rescue my daughter. To save her, I would murder the world. I have a need for a gentleman who's not hesitant to engage in dangerous endeavors. Is it a murder? Would it matter? I have such sins at my back that it would kill me to turn around. We all do things which cause us shame. Sins we have committed. Join me, Doctor. With me, you will behold terrible wonders. We here have been brutalized with loss. It has made us brutal in return. If we're to proceed, we proceed as one. It's not for the weak or the kind. 
there are tremors. Some may be more tuned to them than others. What do those people do? To be powerful, to be different. Is that not a divine gift? There are things within us all that can never be unleashed. And what would happen if they were? They would consume us. refers to trashy horror pop fiction from the Victorian era with stories about vampires and Frankenstein back from the dead kind of characters. You pay a penny and you get a copy. And uh, the series brings those and other characters such as Oscar Wilde's Dorian Gray into new light by exploring and expanding their original stories in some truly horrific episodes that put American Horror Story Season 3 onwards and movies like Annabelle to shame. They managed to build suspense without cheap jump scares, but with like very clever, calculated camera angle manipulatory, if there's such a word. And I truly haven't seen a possession scene worthy of the 70s film The Exorcist until I saw Evergreen in this one. So if you have time, you know, to cuddle up on the sofa with some blankets and popcorn, this would be a good thing to watch. And that's all I have for a Sunday Kind of Love this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about The Hobbit. And we have a big 50th anniversary Lord of the Rings giveaway, so do tune in. I'm going to leave you with a girl whose music I kind of like. And according to James Franco and Seth Rogen, so would Kim Jong-un. Because she does remind me of Katy Perry, sometimes a lot. And I'm hoping she'll develop a little bit more of an original style soon. There's a lot of age synthesizer sounds and infectious beats and that whole 80s varsity vibe going this is Betty Who with Just Like Me from the album Take Me When You Go until next time this is Maya Tan on A Sunday Kind of Love BFM 89.9 I heard she's beautiful a 20 